Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the Majorowitz stories in today's statistics episode. We reap the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. We know where we are. We know who we are, who we are. The Majorowitz stories is the new film by Noah Baumbach. Uh, starring a whole host of people, which we'll get into later. Uh, it's on Netflix, released on Netflix, and it's pretty good. I I really liked it. It's very funny. It's very witty. It's very charming, and has a lot of good performances in it. Uh, some of them are there despite the fact that they're small roles, uh, particularly uh, Elizabeth Marvel, is sort of supposed to be the third main or like third principal character, but ultimately ends up as more of a supporting role. The film itself is kind of broken up into three parts. One part for Danny, one part for Matthew, and one part for Jean. Jean is Elizabeth Marvel's character, and yet she really doesn't get a lot to do throughout the whole movie. Uh, she's still great. She still has one really solid monologue, but uh, of all the like all the issues, like that's pretty much my biggest and only one. Um, the rest of the film is very enjoyable, very funny, and very poignant and, and relevant. And despite the fact that it's, you know, white people problems, it didn't feel that way, the way a lot of other movies sometimes do. So, the Majorowitz stories. Yeah, I saw it October 18th, so five days ago from when this episode is being released, and uh, clocked it at 110 minutes, sans credits. Uh, It's a 2017 film. My brief summary is three siblings have to deal with the retirement and illness of their father. Uh, The siblings are Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, and Elizabeth Marvel. Their father is Dustin Hoffman. I ended up giving this film an 80, uh, which puts it solidly in my top 20 right now, uh, with, you know, it's right behind Ingrid Goes West and right above Baby Driver. Uh, last I checked, it had a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is quite high. Quite high. I'm very, very pleased. Uh, if, if it seems like 80 is a little low, uh, it's not. That's all there is. It's not. So, uh, directed by Noah Baumbach, the only director on the film. This is his eighth film credit. Uh, it raises his average film rating to a 77.25. It is his fourth film rated in the 80s that he has directed. Um, it has increases his value to a 9, which makes his score 70.80. Um, Meyerowitz Stories is his fourth highest rated film, coming in just behind While We're Young and just ahead of Greenberg. Uh, this all together makes him ranked 38th. Uh, just behind Ilya Kazan, and just ahead of Frank Capra on my spreadsheet. That's where we got him. He is also the only writer on this film. It is his eighth writing credit. It lowers his average film writing as a writer to 81.63. It is his fourth writing credit in the 80s, uh, and increases his value to a 10.5. His overall score is a 76.30. The Marwood Stories is his fifth highest rated film as a writer, coming in just behind While We're Young and coming in just ahead of The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. 
Uh, Noah Baumbach is ranked 18th overall as a writer, so significantly higher as a writer, um, most notably because uh, he's got a writing credit on Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, as well as Life Aquatic, which are two films I really enjoy from Wes Anderson. So that kind of boosts his credit a little bit higher as a writer than as a director. Moving on to actors. The highest rated actor to feature in this film is Emma Thompson. Uh, This is Emma Thompson's 26th credit. It increases her film value to a 68.77. It is her seventh film rated in the 80s so far and increases her value to a 17.5 for a total score of 83.86. This is her 10th best film coming in behind Harry Potter and the Order Order of the Phoenix and ahead of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. The Myarowitz stories raises her overall ranking to 27 so she is just outside of the top 25 right now uh, but a very big boost to her overall rating Um, just outside of the top 50 now is Sigourney Weaver who plays herself in the film Uh, this is her 34th film credit increasing her average film rating to a 64.62 it is the fourth film uh, that she's been in rated in the 80s and increases her film value to an 18. Her score is now 79.53. The Myorowitz Stories is now is ranked uh, is her 11th rated highest rated film uh, that she's been in, coming in just ahead of Rampart and just behind Cedar Rapids. Uh, she is now ranked 53rd overall, just behind Willem Dafoe and just ahead of Matthew Broderick. Next up is. Adam Driver has a small role in the movie. This is his 13th film credit and increases his average film rating to a 75.08. It's his fourth film rated in the 80s and sixth highest rated film overall. His value is now a 14 and his overall score is 79.07. The Myrowood Stories clocks in just behind While We're Young and just ahead of Midnight Special. And Adam Driver is now ranked 55th overall, uh, right behind Matthew Broderick, and right ahead of Harry Dean Stanton. So very close in proximity to Sigourney Weaver. Uh, Staying inside the top 100 is Dustin Hoffman. Uh, This is his 36th film credit, and increases his average film rating to a 62.89. It is his 8th film, rated in the 80s, and 11th highest rated film overall. Uh, It increases his film value to a 12 and his overall score to a 77.08. The Myorowitz Stories comes in just behind Tootsie and just ahead of Wag the Dog. Dustin Hoffman is now ranked 79th overall, right behind William H. Macy and right ahead of William a- of, of Holly Hunter. William H. O'Brien is behind her. Next up is Ben Stiller. This is the 43rd film credit to, for, of uh, Ben Stiller's and increases his average film rating to a 57.79. It is his 7th film rated in the 80s and 10th highest rated film overall. It increases his film value to an 8, his score to a 63.22. Uh, the Myrowitz Stories comes in just behind While We're Young and just ahead of Flirting with Disaster. Ben Stiller is ranked 437th overall. Next is Elizabeth Marvel. This is her 11th film uh, credit that I've seen and increases her average film rating to a 62.09. It is her third film rated in the 80s, and her fourth highest rated film overall. Uh, Her film value is now 3.5, and her score, 56.04. 
The Marriott Stories comes in behind True Grit and ahead of a most violent year. Uh, Elizabeth Marvel is now ranked 872nd overall. Pretty good. Uh, next up is Cindy Chung. This is her fifth film credit, uh, and actually is a film that puts her on the spreadsheet. Oh, so her debut onto the spreadsheet with the Meyerowitz stories. Uh, she has an average film rating of 72. This is her third film rated in the 80s and second highest rated film overall. She has a value of 4.5 and a score of 55.93. The Marwood Stories comes in ahead of Spider-Man 2 and behind Mistress America. Next is Mickey Sumner, who is also debuting on this with this movie onto the list. Uh, Mickey Sumner... Well, uh, Cindy Chung plays one of the nurses at the hospital that they that Dustin Hoffman finds himself in, whereas uh, Mickey Sumner, as soon as I find her on here, plays a woman at a bard. That is her character name, Woman at Bard. Uh, this is her sixth film credit. And, and her average film rating is a 68.67. It's one of her three films rated in the 80s and her third highest rated film overall. She has a film value of 4 and a score of 55.50. The Myward Stories is her third highest rated film behind the end of the tour and ahead of Frances Ha. She is ranked 914th overall, tied with a couple of other people, um, none of which are typically... are terribly like recognizable so there's that so mostly kind of a small background actor next up is judd hirsch uh, this is the seventh film credit for judd hirsch it raises his average film rating to a 63.14 this is second film right in the 80s and second highest rated film overall he now has a value of 3.5 and a score of 53.11 Meyerowitz Stories comes in behind uh, his Oscar-nominated performance in Ordinary People and ahead of his playing himself performance in Man on the Moon. Judd Hirsch is ranked 1,125th overall, just behind Patricia Arquette and just ahead of Cherry Jones. Next up is Victor Cruz. This is also a debut onto the spreadsheet for him. Uh, he also plays a doctor in the hospital in the movie. The Marrowwood Stories is one of six films that Victor Cruz is credited in. He has an average film rating of 50.17. It is one of his two films rated in the 80s and his second highest rated film overall. He has a value of negative 1.5 and a score of 36.13. The Marrowwood Stories comes in behind side effects and ahead of price check. He is ranked... 2,797th overall, tied with Lily James. Next up is Candace Bergen. This is the 12th film credit for Candace Bergen that I have seen, and uh, her second highest rated overall. It is her only film rated in the 80s. She has a film value of negative 5.5 and a score of 30.36. My Art Stories comes in ahead of Gandhi and behind the documentary Inequality for All. Candace Bergen is ranked 3,216th overall, right behind Henry Cavill, and right ahead of Debbie Mazar. 
Uh, next up is a, another new uh, in, inclusion into the spreadsheet, and that is Jared Sandler, who I believe is, I think, the nephew? He plays a college kid. Yes, he's Adam Sandler's nephew. Uh, this is uh, one of his 11 film credits that he's been in. It is his best movie to date and increases his average film rating to a 27.55. It is his only film rated in the 80s, and in fact, only film rated above the 50s. Uh, he has a value of negative 13.5 and a score of 9.81. The Marwitz Stories comes in ahead of his second best film, Eight Crazy Nights. And finally... At the, near the absolute bottom of the list is Adam Sandler himself. This is Adam Sandler's 42nd film credit and increases his average film rating to a 38.4. It is his second film rating in the 80s and second best film overall. His value has increased to a negative 34.5, still the lowest value on the spreadsheet. And he has a score of 2.16. The Marwitz Stories, as his second best film, comes in behind Punch Drunk Love, and ahead of Top 5. Adam Sandler is ranked 3,990th overall, out of a current 4,008 people. So there are 18 people ranked below him, and it used to be less, but this has definitely helped him out a little bit. Maybe he can avoid being <laughs> the lowest ranked person a little longer. Those are all the actors. Uh, moving on to genres, The Marwood Stories, ra rated 80 out of 100 from year 2017, is a comedy, uh, increasing the average film rating of comedies that I've seen to 56.14. It is a drama, increasing dramas to 63.06. .06. That is it. Um, it gets a 3 on the Bechtel test, as uh, I believe Emma Thompson and Elizabeth Marvel have conversations, as well as Gravespan Patton and Candace Bergen have conversations that don't involve, or don't refer to men. It is rated R, sort of. Uh, I think it's technically rated TVMA, because it start, debuted on Netflix, but I translate that into R. And it is not on the IMDb Top 250 or my own Top 250. It is currently not nominated for any Academy Awards, and most people think it won't be. Uh, just because it's being released by Netflix, I suppose there's a chance it is. I hope that it gets some recognition throughout the awards season, but I would not be surprised to see it go home empty. As far as my own awards go, Circle of Film Awards definitely have the Marwood stories in there right now. Uh, it currently gives a male supporting nomination to Adam Sandler, knocking out Michael Keaton from Spider-Man Homecoming, gets a screenplay nomination uh, for Noah Baumbach, knocking out... Uh, Brigsby Bear and knocking Brigsby Bear completely out of the awards and as well as it takes over a scene from Atomic Blonde uh, and that scene in is the confrontation scene between Danny and Matt which are Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller's characters which happens much later in the movie uh, so I won't go into too much more than just that and finally as far as the year in goes, in 2017, I am now up to 178 films seen from this year and 868 films seen in this year. 
the Marwood stories raises the average film rating of 2017 films to 48.94. It increases the tomato meter of average tomato meter of these films to 62.30. As a comedy, it is the 68th comedy that I've seen from 2017, and as a drama, the 71st drama I have seen from this year. With a three on the Bechtel test, it increases the percentage of threes from this year to 39.89%, the highest percentage of the four possibilities. And as an R-rated film, it is the 75th R-rated film from 2017. A far and away uh, first place for that MPAA rating. And that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, I really like this movie. And it's super accessible, so I think you should watch it. It's very funny. And everyone is good at it. Uh, you know, I think Adam Sandler edges out uh, Ben Stiller and Dustin Hoffman. Not by a lot, but enough that I, I feel more comfortable putting him in that spot than I do either of them. And uh, I don't have the room to put multiple people from this movie in at the moment. So it's just going to stick with him. And hopefully, you know, looking at the competition, uh, I think Sandler and Baumbach's screenplay are in decent footing at the moment, uh, but I fully expect them to fall out by the end of the year. Whereas the scene between Sandler and Stiller, I do expect to fall out relatively soon, but it is a very good scene. And there are a lot of great scenes in this movie. Uh, a lot of the early stuff between Sandler and his daughter are great. And uh, a lot of the scenes between Ben Stiller and Dustin Hoffman are also great. So it wasn't easy to pick just one. But this is the one that I can most vividly remember. And the one that stuck with me the longest. So three nominations right now. Uh, I, do I do feel like this is a movie that's going to fall off the map completely. But I suppose there's a chance it doesn't. And uh, that's where we're at. So, um, all that being said, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Appreciate uh, you guys listening. If you have any comments, concerns, questions, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. If you would like to learn more about the show, our other episodes, the spreadsheet, me, the awards, etc., you can head over to circleoffilm.com. And if you'd like to support the show in any way, shape, or form, check out patreon.com slash circle of film. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.